0: All right, so it is Matthew and Elisa coming at you again from here in Big Lake, Minnesota, and I have to say you're looking pretty good today. Thank you. <laughs> so we today we wanted to record um, just a little bit uh, another short podcast again. Like so, maybe I, what I should do is restate what our purpose is, because we're sort of doing this off the cuff. But um, the purpose of these podcast recordings are really to keep things short. Um, We're shooting for like 20 minutes or less, and we really want to focus on how do we empower everyday people, just normal followers of Jesus, not professionals, not um, people who are uh, fully supported um, in full-time ministry, not you know, we, maybe we can have a segment on that in the future, but we're not—we're not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with that. But we feel uh, that we really want to help, encourage, and educate and empower just normal followers of Jesus to participate in God's mission. And a big piece of that is knowing what your calling is, right?
1: That's right. That's right. I think there is there's a really special joy of knowing what why you were made why you were created and what you are supposed to do and i think that's a a question that a lot of people are asking and it it creates kind of even without realizing it it, it, that people are that that's the reason why It, it can create some uncertainty and searching there's just a lot of searching going on, you know, like well, even as a Christian, like, okay, no, I'm a Christian. I know I'm a follower of Jesus. But what am I supposed to do? And I think uh I think that there's part of that is just mature sometimes it's just maturity, but I know people who are you know, you know, uh quite advanced in age who still haven't figured that out. And I think that there's a real joy for there's a real joy to to understanding what God made you for and and being able to confidently do it and then the other piece of that is you know like you can't you don't really want to put roots down if you don't know what you're supposed to be doing it's like well should I be putting my roots down here or should I be putting my roots down over here so a lot I've seen it happen that a lot of times People are, you know, well, they start to put their roots down over here and then maybe it starts to get a little hard. So then they, they put their roots down somewhere else. And, and so they never really put their roots down. And it can be really frustrating because there are certain benefits that you don't get, uh, you know, in certain, a certain depth of community, even that you, don't, you can't get unless you really put your roots down deep. And, and so that's why I think it's so important to know to know your calling and to know what, you know, what God designed you for. And there's a real joy in that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And something else that something you said made me think about this whole idea of um, of FOMO, uh, fear of missing out. Right. And I think that I think that in the age that we live in, there is a massive... Sense of FOMO, which keeps people sort of in this constant state of discontentment, because they're always wondering if there's something better down the corner, um, if there's something better that's going to show up next week. Um, And we've we've seen this even in like interactions with with people. You know, sometimes you want to schedule something, and and people will not want to commit to even like something that's going to happen next Friday because they don't know what else is going to be offered to them between now. And I'm just, I'm just making up an example, like now and next Friday. So they say, well, I'll let you know. But really, I think part of it, you know, who knows, maybe they had like in, in some of those examples, there actually was like legitimate things that they were trying to plan out. But I do think that there's a sense of people not wanting to commit to anything until the last minute because they're always looking at like what what else is going to happen, you know, what else is going to be offered to me and I don't want to make a decision and then find out a couple days later that that there was Oh, no, it's it's still recording. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. We just we are high production here, folks. We are <laughs> I was on the self- um no, but there's there's a, just a sense of like something else may come that may seem better than what i committed to right and i think that there's a lot that we can learn from uh like like the benedictine monks and some of the monastics um during you know like the um the medieval ages and sort of during during that time those those dark ages allegedly is there was like a commitment to um to be a rooted presence in the places where God had planted them. And there was this sense of ownership that this is the place that God has planted me. And I'm going to put, like you said, I'm going to put my roots down deep and I'm going to be a faithful presence. So, and I think that part of calling is having, like, I think realizing what you're called to and putting your roots down deep, if even for a season right
1: right because you can grow in that season and you can and it, it's, it's sort of like staying on the potter's wheel mm-hmm. it's like if you keep jumping off the potter's wheel well the potter can't really mm-hmm. shape you you know so you're submitting yourself to to jesus by it's, it's, you know saying okay i'm gonna be here for for the for a season
0: yeah that's good and and we do want to emphasize like for a season um you know, I think that for some people, they may just get a very strong sense of calling, and and they choose to root themselves in a place um, indefinitely. Uh, but for other people, maybe younger people who are listening to this, um, and you know, the thought of committing to one thing or one place for the rest of their lives is very intimidating. Um, it doesn't have to be uh, a commitment, you know, for the rest of your life. It can simply be you know, for a year or for a couple years or like for this next season, I'm putting my roots down. It's like making a decision to stay in one place long enough to fulfill the call that God has put on you for that season.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, like for us, we feel called there. We have a very strong and clear call that, that, you know, I think God has made very clear to us over the years like we are called to the Big Lake area mm-hmm. and we are called to well let's just talk about what we're, we're called to we're called to the Big Lake area we are called to
0: um, to reach people who fall between the cracks yep because we live amongst the cracks
1: yeah because we are crack people <laughs> And also, we are called to um, equip others to start micro churches. Yeah. And we are called, I would say that we are called to help people find their calling. Yes. And, and that comes with no strings attached. So like for us, we're not trying to gain a following like, oh, we're going to f- help all these people find their calling, and then we're just going to have a big group of ducklings following us like that is not at all our desire Um, because for us we see we see it as the kingdom of God like we don't we don't see all the lines you know well this is my little kingdom and this is this person's little kingdom and this is that person's we don't see anything like that we we see it as the body of Christ as the family of Christ and that you know if we equip someone, if we help equip someone, if we help someone a little bit more on their journey to find what God has created them for, and then they go and serve in a different sphere, we're good with that. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's very important to us to to keep that at the forefront that we are not, you know, now, of course, we, yes, we do have people that run with us and we love them and appreciate them so much. Uh, but it's very important to us to, to remember that the days of platform ministry are over. Mm-hmm. And so we are not, um, you know, looking to just create a following for ourselves. We are looking to equip, equip the body of Christ and equip people. So that, I would say that that's, that that's our calling.
0: Mm-hmm. I think so. And for those of you who are listening to this, maybe the two or three people who will ever listen to this. Um, again, we we don't really have plans to like actively try to promote this. We may just send this to a few people that God puts on our heart. But for those people who are listening to this, I just want to speak directly to you and say that uh, we are convinced that God has a dream that He has placed, In each of your hearts and some of you may have a better idea of what that dream may be some others maybe it's a little less clear but one thing is true and that is God is in the process of um, of restoring all things and making this world making the heavens and the earth beautiful and ultimately like from scripture we know that That the final fulfillment of that uh, involves Jesus coming back and and removing sin and death and all of that stuff. But in the interim between that day and this day, um, God wants us to participate in his mission to restore the earth and to make things beautiful. And I think that involves um, people who feel unseen being seen, people who um, are marginalized, um, finding a family. I think it involves um, uh, injustices being addressed at a grassroots level. And each of us are invited to participate in this massive work of God of restoring all things to himself. And a big piece of that is sort of discovering exactly what on earth did God deposit in each of you who are listening to this? What did God deposit in you that is unique to you? It's something that perhaps it's a calling that that we don't have. It's something unique to you. And we want to help those of you out there to discover what that is and um, how you can steward that. Right? And I think really that process of Discovery is what we talk about when we when we talk about calling, figuring out what your what your calling is, and I think that's where the calling lab um, comes in. So maybe just a segue there, or were you going to say something?
1: No, I just think uh, you know, uh, just briefly, just that we we have sensed the we we, we sense the Holy Spirit leading us to um, to do something a little bit. More intentional here with a handful of people. Um, we 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 have some people in our life who, um, and, and if you are getting this, if I send you a link to this podcast, you may be one of the people that that God put on our heart. But we just we have some people in our life that we just feel that um, God is moving in their hearts, and we want to be a part of their story, um, your story. If you know, if that is if it seems right to um, to just, you know, help you on your journey and, and to see you, um, I don't know, help me say what I'm trying to say here.
0: (laughs) Well, I think see
1: you propelled forward.
0: Yeah. I, I think, I think for most of you out there, you probably already have a bit of the picture. And I think what can really be helpful is um connecting with other people in person or I suppose a zoom if if people are remote, but connecting with other people and maybe just getting a little bit of clarity on like connecting the dots. Right. So I think that the goal of a call of of the calling lab is not, you know, hey, we're gonna sit down and we are going to tell you um what your calling is. Um all of you who are listening to this, you you are the experts uh on yourself. You know only you have lived inside of your body and have interacted with uh God in the way that you have. But I think what we would like to do through Calling Lab is maybe provide a few additional insights and things for you to consider, but really help you connect some of the dots and walk away from um from this uh um uh, this event okay. Um, having a little bit more clear direction of, of what, what's next. So when we talk about the calling lab, I think we're talking about helping people get clarity in, in a few different areas. And I'm just going to throw out a few and then at least i I, you probably have a few things to add here, but, um, really like I, uh, identifying like what kind of personality do you have and how can that personality be used for the kingdom um, also, there is this concept of, of giftings, right? And in Ephesians, Paul talks about how God gave, um, gave five giftings to the body of Christ. And those giftings, as stated in scripture, are the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the shepherd, and the teacher. And I believe that these are five different types of giftings that I would argue every believer in Jesus will find that they move in one of those or two of those um, a little bit more than the others. and that's that's really a um a unique um, dispensation of grace that God has given to each each of you. Um, and I would even argue, like it's not necessarily tied to your personality. Scripture talks about how God gives these gifts. and um, and so, you know, you may be, A sort of naturally wired as an introvert, but God may have given you the grace and the gifting uh, to grow in in evangelism and like, like proclaiming God's word through your unique personality. And I think that at least for us, it was very helpful for us to sort of figure out the way that God has wired us in our personality, but also like the unique grace that he's put on our lives and how those things work together. So we're going to talk about um uh, personality, we're going to talk about um giftings that are given from God. Um and then I think we're also going to brainstorm a little bit about sort of certain areas where you are personally passionate about, you know? Is it do you have a connection to you know, to a particular people group or interest group where you you really enjoy Skateboarding, or you know, you are like Latino, and you have a deep connection into you know your cultural heritage or the the people. Um, uh, yeah, I know you're doing a time check, um, or the or, or the people that you are um, ethnically connected to. So helping helping to discover those things and really looking at all of those different ingredients and prayerfully asking the Lord, hey, Lord, how do you want to...
1: Some listening prayer.
0: Yeah, in listening prayer, right? Um, how do you want to put all these different ingredients together to make something beautiful in this next season?
1: Yeah, so, in it, so it's gonna be a four week. We're gonna do it for four weeks. Mm-hmm. We're looking for a group of people that would like to do this with us for four weeks. The start date is TBD, but it will be soon. <laughs> And it'll probably be at Ember or via Zoom. Um, and so, let us know if this is something that you're you'd like to be a part of. Uh, we I think we already have a small handful of people, mm-hmm. and so.
0: And it's going to be. Uh, I th- I think I want to mention also it's going to be highly collaborative. There's interactive. Gonna be, it's going to be interactive. So there's there's a little bit of. Of teaching that will be done just to set the stage, but it's going to be short. Um, The majority of this is going to be, um, you know, dialogue with other people, um, listening, doing some prayer. And and there's just an amazing uh, workbook that we're going to use that comes from the Tampa Underground, Um, some friends of ours down in Tampa, Florida. uh, And we figured, hey, if it ain't broke, don't, don't, fix, don't it. fix it.
1: And I think we're going to charge five bucks a person for materials.
0: Yeah. If, if, if you can, if you can swing the five bucks, it would sure help because uh, each of the work workbooks, uh, it's about 100 pages. So we have to print those out and have those prepared ahead of time. So, so yeah, if you're interested, let us know. And I think that's it.
1: All right. See Bye. Ya.
0: Bye.